Let's get going. Welcome to the Rebel Alliance Briefing Room Podcast. We are here to podcast about anything and everything Star Wars with you. Please visit our website where you can play current and past episodes. That's HTTPS colon backslash backslash R-A-B-R Kyle Johansson dot U-S. That's R-A-B-R dot K-A-I-L-E-J-O-H-A-N-S-E-N dot U-S. On the left-hand side is a navigation menu. You can use this to learn how to load the Rebel Alliance Briefing Room podcast on your Android or Apple phone and tablet. And we have direct links to our podcast on Apple and Google Podcasts. Please participate by connecting to our social media, answering questions of the week, or submitting feedback directly from the site. Again, all of these are available at the Rebel Alliance Preacher Room website at R-A-B-R-K-A-I-L-E-J-O-H-A-N-S-E-N dot U-S. And now, it's time to talk Star Wars. I am Kyle John Johansson, and this is Andrew Scott Sutton. Say hello. 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 We're we're here. Uh, so today we're going to be reviewing chapter six. Uh, From the desert comes a stranger. Um, the book of Boba Fett. Um, we don't. We didn't get any listener feedback this week in time, so we don't have anything to discuss on that. But we do have um, three news articles I picked. And we'll go through the episode. And there's a question of the week. And that involves our thoughts and predictions, too, because, you know, those predictions answer some of the questions of the week, too. So um, I am going to play this little short thing of feedback just to annoy people. So all right. So we want feedback. Um, what do you think? Do you want feedback, Scott? No? I'd rather have feedback. Yes. Feedback yes. makes everything better. Exactly. That means we're interacting with everybody um, through that. So let's do the news. Let me run the news. It's time for the news. Here we go. Uh, so I picked uh, three articles um, this week. Um, the first one is uh, from digitalspy.com. And it's, uh, the title says, uh, Law and Order Organized Crime Season 2 Cast the Book of Boba Fett Star. Um, and it doesn't mean uh, yeah, for me. you know, Boba Fett. It's the Garza uh, chick. Uh, her name is... Uh, Beal. Is Beals, yeah. Um, Jennifer Beals. And um, she has been cast on there. Uh, it says, uh, has been cast as organized in organized crime as the wife of New York drug kingpin and head of Marcy Corporation. So she's uh, the wife of this uh, Preston Webb guy that's on that show, which, I mean, I don't know if you've seen that show, Scott, but it's a pretty good show. It's not, it's, it's you know. Well, that is. Those law and order shows, so they drive me Yeah, yeah, yeah. And now they're, they're uh, doing uh, blended episodes. Yeah, of SVU and that. Exactly, they're like uh, every once in a while it's a special episode or something. <clears throat> yeah. Anyway, um, yeah. So she, so I bring that up because um, that almost um, gives us an idea that she may not be back on Boba Fett. Um, yes well, no. I mean, well, Boba well, Fett was already recorded, so we don't know, but. You know, she, you know, spoiler she's here. Dead. She's she, dead. She got blown up. Well, we think she's dead. We don't know. I mean, uh, there, it was a pretty big explosion, so she could be dead. Yeah. And so this kind of, to me, kind of confirms that she's no longer going to be on the show. Yeah. So uh, she, she gets blown up. Um, all right. The second article I have is from Inside the Magic, which is a, of this website that talks about Disney and stuff. Um, the title is, it's confirmed, George Lucas is writing for a new Star Wars series. 
So that means George is actually doing the writing of it instead of, uh, you know, mm-hmm. Dave Filoni and those guys that are writing stuff now. Um, John Farvo, 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 whatever his name is, uh, started the series. Um, so he is um, writing for, what does it say? It's way down here. Not my crew, Rogue One. Yeah, Andor. So he's been writing um, for Andor, and, and that shows the first season's already wrapped up on Andor, but he's been writing some episodes and stuff uh, for that show, um, which is exciting news because that's the uh, original guy, right? So, yeah. Um, and uh, I also read, I didn't include an article for this, but I read an article where um, in the fall, they're going to start shooting season two of Andor. So, you know, we know that series is not going to be a one-off thing like some of these ones we're seeing. Like, you know, we're, they're thinking Boba Fett's going to be one-off. That's supposed to be. So there's another rumor and that's my next uh, article. That's, that's a good segue there, Scott. So next article is from the directs.com. Does Disney Plus execs accidentally reveal Obi-Wan Kenobi release date of month? Meaning um, there was a tweet that they, one of the execs put out um, that said the series is going to be sometime in May. Um, and there's supposed to be a comic that goes along with it. Um, and those will both come yeah, out at the same time. So uh, it says May. It doesn't have an exact date. Um, and, you know, a lot of the people are thinking that they're going to announce it or release it on, you know, May the 4th, May the 4th be with you day. Um, they they do a lot of announcing on that day of certain things. Um, so it's either going to be announced or or released. And some of the chatter is that, you know, they're wondering if, uh, we're going to get a, a reel at the end of this next episode of Boba Fett, you know, which would be yeah. episode seven. We're going to talk about six today, but episode seven, there's, we're thinking there's going to be a reel at the end. It's going to advertise Obi-Wan Kenobi. Um, you know, they call them sizzle reels, I guess, to talk about it. So that's the news. The news. Yeah, the news. Um, and I'm going to do this. We are proud to welcome our latest sponsor, Juan's Cantina, where every first week of the month on the standard galactic calendar, we celebrate what the ancients call Cinco de Mayo. Come join us at Juan's for the food, mariachi music, and 34 flavors of margaritas. That's Juan's Cantina right next to the Hangar 94 of Mos Eisley Spaceport. On day two of the week is Taco Tuesday. All tacos are half a credit each, but enjoy with our house margaritas. Juan's Cantina also serves the Galactic Flamous Dos Camarones Azul Cerveza, imported directly from Kessel. Thank you again for our latest sponsor, Juan's Cantina. I think it's time to get to where we, the, the meat of this show. So let me run this one first. Spoiler alert. Danger, you are about to be spoiled. This is your spoiler alert. We are about to talk candidly and explicitly about some TV shows or movies. If you have not watched them, please fast forward to the appropriate section. You will not be warned again because you will be spoiled. So uh, let's get going here. So the the first part of the show is um, we see the Marshal of Mos Peglil, which um, is where uh, um, Cobb Vanth is, and we yeah, see uh, we see some Spike people on a uh, one of the one of those um, speeders. Um, 
making a trade, I guess. They have a, a can thing of, uh, of money there, and then there's a, a box there. And uh, then all of a sudden we hear uh, Cobb Vance say, uh, ask them who, do they know where they are? Right. So, yeah. um, you know, were you expecting uh, him to show up in this uh, episode at all? <laughs> yeah. So uh, this is, they, they uh, so he, had, he talks to him and, um, one of them starts to pull his weapon out, so he starts shooting, and he shoots three of them, and there's one left that's not been shot, and he convinces him to uh, to leave the spice and take the money and get out. And, uh, you know, basically threatens him that if, uh, if he sees anybody else uh, from the pikes in his area that um, they won't be warned again, and they'll be uh, likely killed. Yeah, brought on charges and killed, and that he's the marshal of the territory, and uh, nothing happens without him. Is okay, right? Him knowing about exactly, and uh, that's so that's such a good good open. That's this great, great Western type type exactly. stuff. Exactly, exactly. And I always everything every scene that that um, Cobb Vanth is in is pretty much almost Western style, isn't yeah. it? Because that's kind of yeah. where. The, they're out in the middle of nowhere where there's nobody at. The... They're all worried. Oh, I kind of worried. Well, okay. You don't have the armor anymore, so. Yeah, you got to watch <laughs> out, right? Yeah. Uh, and I, I bet you he probably has something underneath his vest there. Yeah. Um, you know, we'll, we'll find out more about that later. But he uh, he doesn't get hurt. And the uh, the Pikes guy leaves. Um, so there we go to the next scene, which is uh, uh, it looks like the Mandalorian Din Darjin is landing his or coming into a planet um, that is very forested and everything. Um, you know, we left him last. He was going to go visit his little friends. So. We uh, assume that that's where he's at. Um, and he lands, and we see R2-D2 right there uh, where he's landing, um, which is next to a river. Um, and R2 speaks to him, and he says, uh, you know, he greets him with, hello, friend, which is kind of odd for our Mandalorian because yeah, he doesn't like droids, right? He don't like droids. Um, and he tells him he's looking for Skywalker, um, He's come to see Grogu. Uh, and we see uh, R2 leading him down through the forest. We see lots of bamboo and everything. Um, and then we see these droids going by him that are, uh, they call them um, ant droid skitters, which they, they appear, we find out they're picking up rocks and, and, and building a structure of some sort, uh, which is kind of cool. I thought that was a, a neat way to use droids to to do that kind of thing. They're, they're a little bigger than ants, of course, but they're yeah. uh, they're building it and picking up rocks, and they all kind of have a seems like they have a hive mind um, because uh, you know, the Mandalorian asks R two once they get there. He says, uh, "You know, I I, I want to see uh, Skywalker and and Grogu and." Uh, you know, R2 shuts R2, R2, R2 backs up after he talks to that one door and then shuts down. <laughs> exactly. And uh, we find out that uh, when he talks to that one droid that he's basically telling him that he wants them to build a little uh, bench or whatever, right? So he, they build a little bench for uh, for for Din Jarin to sit on. Um, and it looks like they put some palm leaves on the one end for maybe like a pillow, I guess, but you know, I, I don't know why he would need that because he's wearing that armor all the time. So you, you know, that's not going to cushion him very much. But he sits down uh, begrudgingly um, after he, uh, you know, rants at the droid that's been shut off, R two D two, and watches the little ants build a structure which. Uh, Appears to be a dome, and um, 
you know, if we think about some of the flashbacks we saw in the uh, the last sequel, mm-hmm. this is the same structure that was, um, you know, destroyed. Oh, then are we are... by Kylo Ren? Yeah, are we doing are, are we doing Easter eggs now or? Sure, if you can, if you got an Easter egg in there, go for it. So let, let's let, go back to the to the desert of the with the with the marshal. The yep. speeder, the speeder, the same woman that that same model that uh, Han took in Solo movie. And uh, yep. and uh, the uh, now this is going way back. The uh, uh, I, I, the ice cream maker that was holding the credits, yeah, was well, well is from uh, Maggie, is from uh, Empire Strikes Back, I think. Yes, I think that's where, right. Where too. one of the background players uh, was was running with it. Yeah, and, in the Cloud City. Yeah, and the fun fact, the fun fact about that is that. Every every Comic Con or Star Wars thing or whatever like that, the people that dress up like this guy, they all do a run through the show with ice cream makers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And and, and you mentioned that it's funny because um, it's it's actually called a, a cam cam tuno. Yeah, I wrote that and, down. But... And uh, like you said, um, they couldn't find anything in Empire Strikes Back that they wanted that looked good. And it actually is an ice cream maker in Empire Strikes Back. It's yeah. um, it's not that anymore in the shows because you know we've seen like in this one where the sides come up and you can see inside of it. Yeah, um, but I thought but it, it is, I thought that was funny because yeah, I semi remembered that in the Cloud City is like all the people running and why why does he have an ice cream maker? Yeah, exactly. So if you remember also. Um, in that episode where uh, the Mandalorian goes to the the guy that's willing to pay for uh, for Grogu, um, he gives him uh, the same kind of thing with the best car in it. He opens up and oh, the, the sides yeah. and the best cars in yeah. it. That's the same device yeah, he too. Put that, he put that on the table. Oh yeah, exactly. So we see okay. it then too. Yeah. <clears throat> and it was in Solo. Yeah. solo movie and it's been all over the place and um like you said it's it's one of those um weird things uh, at the uh, comic cons and stuff too that uh to look for kind of thing did you have any um easter eggs when the first part when uh mandalorian's waiting for uh luke skywalker and grogu oh. Um, that's the same thing that 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 was it Empire or was it no it's Return of the Jedi I think where Luke had to wait on Yoda after he crashed and R two shut down. It's yeah. the same. It's the same thing. Kind of the same thing. Yeah, he had to wait yeah. there. Uh, which so, I mean, he didn't know where he was, what where he was or anything, but yeah. Um, Exactly. So, uh, so where are we at? So we, yeah. So um, we also see a flash of with Skywalker um, training Grogu. Um, yeah. Uh, and he tells Grogu that he reminds him of Yoda, um, which had a huge heart and uh, and was strong with the Force. Um, and something about size doesn't matter. Yeah. If Grogu was worried about that. Uh, and this is also the part where we see where Skywalker, um, you know, tells him to remember his past and touches him on the head. Yeah. And uh, we, we see that vision that uh, Grogu has. Um, and that's supposed to be in the Jedi Temple. Um, and that's the 501st Legion, which is the Legion that was... Um, you know, guided by Darth Vader or, uh, you know, Anakin or whatever before he became Darth Vader. Yeah. Um, when they killed all the 
people in the Jedi Temple, including the younglings and whatever. Um, and we see uh, Grogu witness several Jedi like getting killed, and he's in the background. Um, and there's there's actually um, a Easter egg there that you might have not have seen. Well, who is who is well? It should. Uh, uh, what was it? The five hundred one or whatever the armor yeah. of the of yeah. the. Uh, yeah, they were uh, they were there, but no Anakin. He was somewhere else killing young ones. Yeah, being a <laughs> being an evil guy. Yeah. Um, exactly. So right there, when when Grogu's watching the Jedi kind of you know protect him and stuff um, from the five hundred one, off to the side, I think it's off to the right. There's a door there, and it has a symbol on the door, and there's a symbol there that. Um, I don't know if you remember, I think it was pretty much in the Clone Wars animated series. There was mm-hmm. a character called Durit Darris that Ahsoka became a friends of that was uh, had weird tattoos on her nose and face that were kind of mm-hmm. diamond shaped. Yeah. Um, that's what's on the door is that same um, pattern. Um, and we're to, you know, think that that is um, that that person's quarters i think it was a i think it was a female of some sort but yeah um she was a padawan from someone else who got killed um during the purge i think um and you know created some havoc with uh, ahsoka and stuff like that on the clone wars show um she thought she trusted this girl and she didn't and the jedi eventually um captured this person and um you know, eventually she escaped or um, stuff like that. But also, you know, a lot of times with prisoners, they'll put them in their own quarters in the in the temple and just kind yeah. of monitor them. So they're thinking that that's whose quarters that was, and that could possibly be who actually saved Grogu because we see in the scene. I where, thought it was. I I I heard that, but I also heard could have been the librarian. Could have been the librarian. It could have been anybody. It could have been. Could have been what is the 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 uh uh black Jedi that I mean Mace Windu. Yep. Yeah. Could have been him too. He fell. Doesn't mean he was dead. Exactly. You know, and and you know Jedi has a power where they can control their fall. Well, I mean that was. Right. I mean, I mean Mace I Windu, a it's a long stretch, but, you know, yeah, because supposedly he died before um, the Clone Wars series because he died um, trying to uh, defend himself against uh, Palpatine, right? Yeah. Um, supposedly. We don't know for sure because he fell out a window. He didn't actually, yeah. you know, we saw um, during that movie where Anakin was jumping from ship to sh- ship while they were flying around and yeah. Maybe Mace did that too. We don't know, but um, so almost immediately after Grogu uh, comes out of the, you know, remembering thing, um, we're back at the uh, temple area where they're you know building that temp that uh, training area, and um, it's almost done, and uh, the Mandalorian wakes up because he's startled by a noise that Ahsoka makes. Ahsoka's there, um, surprises him. He almost shoots her. Yeah. Um, and he asks why she's there because she's not supposed. She said she wasn't going to train Grogu, and yeah. Um, she clarifies that uh, Master Luke is training him. Um, they're talking. She said. You know, she said. She said. Uh, I'm a friend of the family. Yeah, a friend of the family. That's great. Which, which is definitely true. She's a friend of the Skywalkers, right? Anakin, mm-hmm. um, and she talks about uh, Luke building a great school that he'll train many Jedi at, um, and Grogu will be the first. Yeah, Grogu will be the first, and they start walking through the forest again um, while they're talking, and uh, she reminds him that she, that uh, Grogu shouldn't have any attachments or anything like that. Um, Because it'll make it harder. Um, And Mandalorian 
uh, explains that he's a foundling in his care and he just wants to make sure he's safe. So uh, we see all that. And the next thing we know, um, he keeps asking where Grogu is and eventually yep. she stops and points up the hill and there we see um, Luke Skywalker and Grogu uh, basically sitting there talking. And I, I think that's when we see them fist bump, maybe. Um, they do a little fist bump thing, action. Mm-hmm. Um, and he talks about, you know, he's got this present that he wants to give him. Um, and, you know, she, she says, you know, if, if you do that, it's possible that he may never finish his training um, and, and so on. And, you know, he needs to concentrate and not be distracted by, by the Mandalorian, basically, right? Yep. Um, and that's when he hands over the, the present because he's made up his mind that he's going to let him be and let him train. Uh, and it came all this. And, and well, then uh, he decided that, okay, I'm going to leave. I'll walk away. Do you notice that uh, it was Grogu's music from the last episode of Mandalorian when he was going to war with Skywalker? Yeah. But with the, with, with the, with the more, it was more upbeat than it was when Grogu walked away from Mando. Yeah, there's several, there's several things like that. Yeah, and it was, and, it was a, it was definitely a sad moment too, you know, because, um, you know, the Mandalorian, he's he's had a pretty rough uh, couple seasons of shows and everything. Everything seems to have gone against him. You know, he he uh, he lost a couple friends. He lost Grogu. He uh, you know, his ship got blown up and now he's trying to reconnect with Grogu and he can't reconnect. So, um, you know, he's he's got to be pretty upset and, and maybe depressed a little bit. I don't know. I'm watching it as we're doing this. That's funny. But yeah, so the, going back to the first scene, the first shot is uh, is there, there a thing up? their semblance of a windmill going around creaking. Yeah. And that, and that reminds me of, I can't remember, the Charles Bronson movie where there, there's four guys or five guys waiting at this train stop for, for him. And the and first shot the, was, a, was a windmill. The first shot of that movie was a windmill too. Yeah, you can hear it creaking. And that was yeah. a gross, gruesome movie. <laughs> yes, it was. Um, so then, after that, we see uh, Grogu and, and Luke doing some training. Um, Grogu's in the backpack and he's running around uh, doing jumps and stuff. Uh, and he asks Skywalker, asks Grogu to do some jumps with the Force, you know, to. He can't uh, jump very much with, by himself, yeah. but he says, "Use the force and, and try it." I like. I, I liked when Luke said, "We well, let's go for a little walk," <laughs> and to keep him caught up, he lifts him up and pushes him forward. Yeah, exactly. He was pushing <laughs> along. That's pretty funny too. That's, Come on, baby know, tomato, catch up. Yeah, exactly. And and you know, Grogu is distracted all the time too, so. Oh, yeah, like a He's just like, like a kid, right? Squirrel, squirrel, squirrel. Yeah. Well, well, this time it was frog. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Frog and uh, uh, so he. This is also the time when um, uh, he activates the little training uh robot yeah. thing, the little circle thing. Great. He puts it on the ground, and Grogu pushes yeah. it like Grogu, a Grogu, soccer Grogu ball. Cook, cooks, kicks it like. It's like it's a soccer ball. Yeah, that was funny. And Luke's like, no, that's not how it works. So he turns it on and uh, oh, it starts to shock uh, Grogu with a little, little shot. Just like it shot Luke. And Obi-Wan's, and Obi-Wan's on residence on tap. Exactly. And, uh, so Grogu, eventually we see he, him um, learn how to avoid it um, and jump around with, you know, the, 
force jumping and whatever stuff like that uh, they're training we also see a little demonstration of luke skywalker with his uh, lightsaber um, in the forest mm-hmm. um i like it i like it another easter egg that backpack that he had grogu in was the same backpack that that yoda was in Kept that backpack the whole time. It was it was either very similar or the same exact one exactly, and I thought that too. Um, and that was supposed to be a calling out to that scene where he's running with with Yoda. Mm-hmm. So yeah. Uh, so we see that training with and, the remote, get his reflexes. And he climbs. Uh, a, he climbs a. They climb the bamboo, and they're sitting there. And, and they're looking out over it and the, the, there's a song playing like the song of the sunset on Tatooine. Yep. Yep. And uh... it's also it's also mentioned that 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 uh, it was kind of so so much uh, samurai samurai back to. Uh, yeah, I thought that too. Crouching tiger, uh, hidden dragon. Yeah, I've always thought the Jedi stuff was kind of samurai stuff anyway. So um, what did you think about that scene, you know, where he's training or Grogu's training with that uh, remote thing or whatever. And he, he holds it, suspends it in the midair and, and it then short mean, circuits and short circuits. Short like circuits. Yeah. And then I thought, I thought, I thought he just threw it in the water and hit a rock or something, but it's right. You saw, saw the, electrical malfunction in it and it went in the water so yeah you're right yeah and i, I thought it was i just thought it was funny you know like, he's like no, screw I'm, this i'm, I'm tired done. of this thing shooting at me i'm done exactly leave me alone it's nap time <laughs> yeah and and that you know it wears him out too you know doing all that stuff mm-hmm. he's he's a little guy so it wears him out some um and the next scene is where we see uh, Din Djarin coming back to Tatooine, um, landing in the hangar in the um, palace that Boba Fett is in. Um, one of the guards greets him, and he tells the guard that he's here to see Fennec Shand, or is on the request of Fennec Shand. Yeah. Um, and they bring him into a briefing room where they're talking about um, there's a holographic map there. Uh, where they're talking about um, the Moss Espa and where they're going to, you know, what they've heard and all that stuff um, from the, uh, from the mods with their uh, scooters <laughs> going out and investigating the city and stuff. Um, and he talks, they, you know, we see Shan do most of the talking. Um, but yeah. We also see that, um, uh, the major domo for the mayor is there. Yeah. Um, he said, "Well, it was a plan." Well, did he say it was a planned absent or a planned vacation? He said it was a yeah. planned vacation again, didn't he? Yeah, he did. Uh, and that and, you know, they, they reiterated <laughs> that he's off-world right now, so he's yeah. not. Oh, the planned vacation? Uh, no, it's not. He's hiding, or he's been kidnapped, yeah. or whatever. Yeah. Um, and the I'm, thinking, the... I'm thinking it was a kidnap now. Yeah, almost. I, I would think so too. Um, just to just, just to have just to know the total control over over yeah. I would think so too. Almost, um, you know, they he served the purpose and they they kidnapped him to get him out of the, you know out of the way and so he doesn't make any mistakes. We also see the the black curse stand um, Wookie um, in the briefing too, which is good. And we see the the mod people. Yeah. Um, and uh, this is also what, where we what, see what Phoenix to say that now that we got Mando. And now and we've got the, the, Wookie. the Wookie and we've got some muscle to defend ourselves muscles. with. Yeah. Yeah. She 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 says that for sure. And uh, I mean I almost think that that's not enough, but um, God, that's that, that's my exact that's exactly what I thought I was like. What? Hold on a second. You need some more guns. Come on. And I think that's uh, when uh, 
when Din Djarin offers to recruit some more reinforcements. He, sa he says, I know some people that I can uh, get to help us, which um, is a good thing because I, th I think he realizes yeah. that that's not enough too, right? Yeah. Um, and we see him take off in his ship again and he circles a sand crawler with a, for the Jawas with a yeah. big skeleton yeah. head on it. And, yeah, from, from where he got the egg. Yeah, the right, crate. That's the animal he got the egg from. Exactly. Wasn't um, the egg, wasn't the egg like, like, like their crack or cocaine or something like that? Well, it was, it was liquid too. I mean, the like eggs, a yes. It like was, a delicacy. Right. So, you know, I don't know. One of my favorite things, especially during the holidays, is those little rhesus egg things or trees or whatever. Mm -hmm. Those little things. I, I get started around Halloween with those things. And then, you know, I, I, I keep they, they keep them in the store basically until after you Christmas. Can't stop. You can't stop. I love those things. And yeah, you can't stop. And that's why I'm fat. Anyway, uh, so he's flying around and he lands uh, back at Mas Plego, where Cobb Vanth is. And uh, one of um, Cobb's new deputies um, has your name. His name is Scott. Um, and he tells um, our Mandalorian to go park somewhere else because he can't park. Yeah. He's too close. Uh, and he noticed that uh, Scott is a little jumpy, and he says, "I'm, I'm here to see." He's, uh, he's a little bit. He's a, he's a little bit. He's, he's a little bit like, oh, well, you know, I, 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 I'm second in command here. Don't. Yeah. Um, so, he's got a little feel power hungry kind of thing. Yeah. Uh, and then we see uh, Cobb come in. He says, "Okay, I've got this under control. Don't worry about it." Um, I know this guy, uh, um, and we we get a comment from um, Mando that uh, Cobb doesn't have his armor anymore. How's he doing without the armor and stuff? And uh, uh, Cobb mentions that uh, he doesn't have Grogu with him, and you know they both reminisce about uh, things that they're missing and whatever. Um, uh, they go inside a cantina to have a drink um, <laughs> and he's talking about what's trying to convince Cobb to uh, join forces with him so they can fight off these he's the uh, same, he's the same bartender and everything yeah same bartender man that show yeah and that and was it, what's the uh, and <clears throat> going back you know it's not that's what it's not what they called it the town it's not what they called it in in the mandalorian it's called freetown yeah they they started to change the name to freetown and that's, that's from and that's from the i think there's three editions of, of the graphic art novel and that's where they changed the name in those three <laughs> That's also where shows where Boba uh, uh, Fett's armor got dented when he got shot in the head. Yep. Yep. And uh, exactly in it. Uh, the city, it says here, the city became known as Freetown and was the site of a battle between Red Key Raiders and Vance allies. Uh, later, Vanth defends the people from the Tusken Raiders who attack the village, and so on and so on. And they make a deal with the Tusken Raiders. Yeah, we we all saw that in the Mandalorian show. Um, yeah, and once they they feel better about defending themselves, they decide that they're free now, so they call it Freetown. Um, and the bartender basically says that they don't want anything to do with what's um, Din Djarin is, is proposing because they just want to be left alone, right? Yep. And uh, you, you know, can't they, really be left alone to your own devices if you don't if you if the overwhelmingness of 
the pikes are coming for you. Exactly. And um, he talks about how uh, FETS forces are, are outnumbered right now by the pikes and the numbers, the pikes keep growing every day that come on the planet. And uh, he, he basically leaves, you know, he says, okay, well, I've told you about everything. Um, and we hear uh, um, Cobb tell the bartender to gather all the fighter, all the people who are yep. fight, able to fight. Um, and he tells them that, uh, you know, the bartender says, well, you know, we're not going to, you're not going to be able to change their minds. And, and Cobb says, I think I have uh, something that they're going to hear to change their minds. Um, and that's, we see that. So we see man or yeah, we see Mando take off. He's gone. And then um, Cobb sees something out in the distance um, in the desert from Freetown. Um, he senses trouble. So he tells um, a woman that he calls Joe to get everybody inside. And we get a really slow scene of someone walking up um, into Freetown. Yeah. Um, and this is where we finally see um, Cad Bane walk up. Yep. And we know Cad Bane from the, from the animated he, shows. He was, he was the best and baddest uh, bounty hunter in the right. galaxy or whatever. And he's the one that taught Bobo all the dirty tricks. Exactly. Um, he, was, he was a mentor to Boba. And um, I want to point out that he is a member of what the... Uh, peoples called the Duros and um, I looked that up uh, quite a bit and the Duros people are actually one of the first members of the galaxy to have um, sub or light speed um, aircraft so they're the first ones to explore um, that they know of uh, they're one of the first members of the of the empire or, or the republic whichever was first. I think it was a republic. Um, they were yeah, one of the yeah. first members of that republic, um, and there, there's several of the of those um, Duros people in some of the shows um, as secondary people that we barely see. Um, but there's a lot in the old republic stuff, which right now the old republic stuff is mostly, um, you know, in the games, the video games. We did see some of it in the first three uh, prequel movies, but um, anyway, I wanted to mention that they're one of the f first members of the supposed galaxy to have light speed ships. Um, yeah. And, and you said Cad Cad Bane is one of the the most known bounty hunters during that time. Yeah. Um, and he's now thirty years <laughs> further than we saw him when he was in. Uh, the Clone Wars. Um, so he's he's been out there for a while. He's still popular um, as a you know bounty hunter. Um, and I want to kind of clarify that he also most of his work was with the with the Empire. Um, he he dealt a lot with um, Palpatine. He dealt a lot with Darth Vader. He dealt a lot with um, many of the the Empire um, people. Uh, several different Siths and several. Um, and he always, and he always, and he always tried to make it beneficial to him, even though he's helping somebody else. And he always had his out. Yep, always had an out, and that's um, like you said, that's one of the things that Boba Fett learned from him too. Is um, one of the things we've always talked about. You know, you go into yep. a place you don't know, you always look for all, where all the exits are, right? Oh. Um, yep. So you know how to get out stuff uh so we talk about and uh cad bane mentions that uh cobb doesn't have his armor anymore um that he it's too bad he doesn't uh and we also see um the deputy come out and say hey you know um cobb, cobb can't be bought he, he's such a dumbass yeah cobb can't be bought he's he's a little uh we find he's a little uh Aggressive and a little kind of oh, off kilter. Yeah. 
Um, I thought I, I thought he was going to get shot first. I, yeah, thought, I did too. Oh, uh, he ain't going. He ain't, Cab ain't going to take this for 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 more than thirty seconds. <laughs> exactly, and uh, we see um, Cobb kind of out of the corner of his eye, noticing that uh, you know the deputy is is kind of positioning himself to shoot yeah. Cad Cad Bane. And uh, uh, it gets worse and worse. And, uh, uh, you know, Cobb basically tells him to stop or something like that and pulls his weapon at the same time. And that's when we see um, Cad shoot Cobb first. And then he shoots the deputy at least twice. Was it two or three times, wasn't it? Yeah, it was three times, I think. So, you know. He he, he, uh, walked toward him and kept shooting yeah, this and one's <laughs> this one's going to be pretty, dead. He's pretty much dead, and um, I'm willing to think. You know, I, we were talking about this just a, a, a moment ago. I think that um, Cobb's got some sort of armor underneath his uh, yeah. his outfit. Um, if not, yeah. some chain mail, maybe. Yeah, something under there to protect him. And he was it was more towards his shoulder too, so it wasn't really probably a, a bad injury. Yeah. So, and, and like you said, that whole scene there was, was, was right out of a Western, you know, yep. um, the, the shoot down at the okay corral, whatever, all those movies that were there, where they're, you know, in the middle of the town gonna, or something out in the middle of the street. Yeah. There's many of them and there's, there's several, uh, um, several good movies there. A lot of people, Westerns were kind of slow and some, to some people and boring, but, um, you know, they're kind of, I, I kind of enjoy most of them. Yeah. I've, I've seen quite a few Westerns. So, you know, this was pretty and, enjoyable. And, and thinking of all that are in Freetown and going back to where he made uh, a, a bike, spice, put down the, the, the spice. Yep. Um, and he just went over and he checked on him after the guy left in the speeder and just kicked it out. Yeah, dumped it out on the You can retire on that, dude. Yeah, he doesn't he care. Said, and then he didn't care and he kicked it out. And that was like that was that that was like flashes to another Easter egg of uh of uh Dune. Yep. Yep, they do a little bit of that in Dune. Which I need to see. The new one. Yeah, I need to see the new one too. I haven't seen it yet. Um, all right. So uh, we also see there when after he's shot, um, several of the town folk come up to to Cobb, and if you listen mm-hmm. really closely, you can hear in the background that says one of them says he's still alive. Mm-hmm. Um, you can barely hear it, but it, they say it. Um, and then we see um, Cad Bane walk off into the distance um, after he warns them that, uh, you know, if, if they are complicit, basically, the, the pikes won't bother him. Um, and we get a flash then back in um, Mas Espa in town. We go into the uh, sanctuary and we see two pikes walk in and they have one of those cantoons that that uh we talked about yeah. and they go in and sit down and uh, droid comes up and asks him for uh you know a drink or something uh, mm-hmm. another of the twi'leks come up and ask him if they need their helmets cleaned they refuse yeah. all of that um and and you know brush them aside and we hear the uh, band playing and we see you know the place is pretty full we see uh you know Garza in there. We see um, quite a few people, um, and then these pikes get up and walk out. And as soon as they started walking out, I thought to myself, "Hey, they don't have the cam tune that they took in." Did you yes, notice sir. that right away? And um, yep. one of the droids actually warns them and says, "Hey, you forgot your cam tune thing." And um, they keep walking out the door. And they're outside, um, away from the building, pretty much, and we see it explode. 
boom. Um, and it was it was a pretty big explosion, right? Yeah, that's so that's so Godfather of Dying Fight. Yeah, yeah, exactly. As he walked in, he walked in with that briefcase and one uh, and one of the things, and and just walked out, and it blew up. Exactly. It was a little satchel briefcase thing. Yeah, those pikes are pissing me off. Yeah, they are. They're they're not very nice, are they? I mean, we I can't remember. Were we ever going to see them without the mask on? Did we see them? We saw one of them take. Time? We saw one of them take it off when it was talking to. Uh, um, I think it was Boba Fett. He took it off. Maybe after they after they took down the train, right? Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Um, what? Yeah. What, exactly. What's your thoughts on Suka? Uh, I don't know. She's so going to get her own thing. Yeah. yeah, I don't know. I, I'm worried about uh, Max Rebo, too. You know, I don't want him yeah. to, to have died either. We know that Garza's died, but I don't know about yeah. But Well, I mean, I we don't know anything for sure, but. It was pretty big. Yeah, and you know that she she had she she has her two lightsabers. So you know, she had yeah. to remake a lightsaber. The lightsabers. Yep. yep. Exactly. I forget. I think I think she killed a uh one of those tracking Siths or whatever they were to get that. To get the crystal, or yeah, possibly that added an app. Yeah, what? Not the enforcers. What were the inquisitors? One of those guys, the right? Inquisitors. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. She had to, originally when she designs, she only designs one lightsaber, and then she uh, um, gets another one from something like that, and um, designs the second one. And takes the training of the um, dual lightsaber training from Yoda, is what I read. Um, yeah, so here at the... It goes back, it goes back also, sorry, it also goes back to uh, like the, like the uh, samurai way where hers were, were all, always shaped as a katana's. They're kind of, I think for her, they're kind of curved a little bit, right? Yeah. Um, and I think uh, there's only a couple other Jedi that we ever see that have a curved one like that. There's a few. Um, Yoda had a curved handle. Yeah, right. he did. Um, and I think Yoda had a curved one because he was, I think he was left-handed. Um, okay. Maybe. Uh, but anyway, um, so we, you know, after the explosion at the cantina, we it flashes back to um, Grogu, in the inside that temple. It's all built now. The you know the robot things are done building it, and uh, Skywalker's presenting the gift that our Mandalorian brought. Um, he unwraps the gift. And reveals it's a chainmail shirt. Right? <laughs> I right. <laughs> yeah, which you said from the beginning. Um, back when the armorer was making it, you're like, it's chainmail, it's chainmail. Yeah, and it was, it, it is. Um, and that's, that's kind of one of our small it is. <laughs> little, little small chainmail. Um, yeah, so uh, Skywalker explains it's from. Um, the Mandalorian, and he lays it on the carpet, um, but he uh, immediately shows Grogu um, Yoda's lightsaber, like you were just talking about. Um, he shows it to him, and he says, um, "You." He, he and then he lays it down, and he says, "You know, this was from um, Yoda, and you know, one of the greatest Jedi, and um, you can you have two choices. You can either choose the." lightsaber and continue on with your training where you can choose the chain mail and uh, go back to um, 
the Mandalorian and, and no longer do your training. Um, and he explains how, you know, uh, you know, Grogu's life is, is going to be a long life. So he's going to um, end up losing people anyway, because he's going to li- outlive most of them because his a short time for Grogu is a long time is a lifetime for someone else. Is what he says. He's like, um, what? He's like 70 now and he can live up to like 400 years old or something like that. Yeah. Yoda was almost 900, I think, is what they said in Return of the Jedi when he died. Um, but yeah, I mean, they can live hundreds of years, you know, which, like, like I said, is he outlives almost everybody that he knows right now. Um, if if that's true, we don't know, you know, if Grogu is one of the people that gets killed um, because of Kylo, Kylo Ren. We don't know if he's saved again. We don't know. Yeah. Anyway, um, he gives them the choice and uh, they cut to the credits after Grogu contemplates for a while and doesn't make a ch- choice. Um, so we assumed that we're going to find out that choice in episodes or chapter seven, right? Chapter seven has to be packed. Yeah, it has to be. Show up. Well, this last one was forty-five minutes um, yeah. long, which is longer than most. You know, not, most of them are about twenty to thirty minutes long. Um, so I think the next one's going to be at least that long or longer. Yeah. Um, but you know, to your point, um, you know, do we actually ever get to find out if Grogu is chosen? We probably will. I would say. Um, they can't leave that hanging. Well, I mean, what is your what is your opinion about that though? Because a lot of the people online were like um, upset that Skywalker gave him made him choose choose one. Um, but I, I think if he chooses a lightsaber, he will give him the chainmail. I think so too. I think so too. I think it's more of a for protection. He, he's um, making a commitment, right? Grogu's making yeah. a commitment. To, uh, yeah, continue to continue the force training and continue being a a, a strong, entity, strong entity in the force. Exactly. Because exactly. you can't let that talent or whatever go to waste. Exactly. And, and that's also our question of the week, which we kind of really talked about already, but I gave um, four choices on my question of the week. I gave um, the question basically is what will Grogu choose? And I put chainmail, Yoda's lightsaber. Um, and then I put both. He'll choose the lightsaber and Luke will give him the chainmail. And then I put none for the fourth choice. Um, so he doesn't make a choice at all. <laughs> Which is just like, but no, no, to go no back. Choice, still a choice. So um, we've already got one vote vote uh, vote for that, and um, the vote is for the lightsaber, Yoda's lightsaber, not not both, but just Yoda's lightsaber separately. <clears throat> and you would pick you would pick the lightsaber too, or would you pick the chainmail? Does that mean? Does that mean that Grogu has to be left-handed? Not necessarily. Could be. I mean, it could be that, uh, you know, the species is all left-handed. We don't know know much about that species, right? Um, I also wanted to say we did get um, another vote on the previous question of the week, the um, question of what was the gift and someone voted for uh, the uh, best car shoulder armor <clears throat> which is kind of what they are referring to as the chain mail too so um, maybe that's what they meant when they chose it um, and I'm I'm going to start making these questions of the week so they retire Mm-hmm. Sorry, I got a cough for some reason. I want to make them so they retire. So, because it's kind of pointless, you know, after 
everybody's seen the episode. Yeah. Y'all, you know what the right answer is or what the yeah. best choice is. So it's they're going to retire. So the question that's Boba Fett's army and the question of um, what was the gift, those are going to not be available anymore after uh, Monday. And then uh, what will Grogu choose will expire on February 20th. It'll probably be the same time the next question of the week is for yeah. Um, yeah. episode seven. I think we're going to get a, a pretty good break after episode seven before something else starts, at least a couple of weeks or a month. Hopefully it's, hopefully it's not May that everything starts back up, but we'll have a little bit of break and, you know, depending on what you want to do, Scott, you know, I, I don't know. We could, we could go, we could decide to go through the movies Maybe, maybe so. Via timeline. Do a, do a movie rewatch. Yeah, via timeline. Um, we could do that. Uh, so what What do you think is going to happen in, in episode seven? We kind of started to talk about it, but what do you think is going to actually happen? you think it's going to be... Um, I don't know. I, I, it's going to be a big battle? I, I, think? I'm kind of thinking, thinking that, you know, Cad Bane always wants an out. Does he like the Pikes, or does he just want to take the Pikes' money and somehow get in contact with Bobo and come I mean, to Bobo's side? I mean, it could be that we know that they have a history. Yeah. So it could be. I um, think that would. Be, I think that'd be cool. Well, you know, you also kind of got to consider um, this along the same lines. You know, you're talking about money. Um, mm-hmm. Maybe Boba Fett pays Cad Bane more money. And like you said, he comes to his side. I could see that happening, maybe. Um, you know, uh, that would be another big uh, muscle that they need. Um, and I, I think um, Cab, Cab, Cobb Vanth is going to be alive. And I think some of the town people are going to um, join I Boba Fett, that. too. I think that since they've seen or will have heard that he had got shot, yeah, that it's time to protect their territory. And best way to do that is to team up. Yeah, and I, I wonder, you know, back to your point about Cad Bane, you know, maybe that's Cad Bane's plan all around all along is to get them all together, and then he's eventually going to join Boba Fett. Or something like that. Yeah. Um, do you think? Do you, why, think do you think Skywalker's going to come? I I don't think so. I think we're just going to see Skywalker and Grogu maybe doing some more training or something, and maybe find out what the choice is. Um, I hope they don't make us wait until the Mandalorian starts because that's that's all the way in September before the Mandalorian comes back on. Um, you know. I, I honestly think that the next episode is going to be quite a bit of Boba Fett um, on the screen. You know, we've seen on the internet where everybody's complaining about how, you know, last two episodes, there's been barely any Boba Fett. So I, I think the last one's going to be quite a bit of Boba Fett. Um, yeah. Hopefully. Um, I wonder, I, it's possibly this, like I was saying before, this could be a, a full hour episode too, because it's kind of the finale, right? Yeah. So, like you said, there's there's going to be a lot. I think it's going to happen. Um, at least a lot of action, right? Yeah, a lot of laser play. Pew pew, pew pew. Laser play, weirdo. Uh, well, do you want to wrap it up? Are we done? Do we got more to talk about? That's, well, that's about it. All right, let's wrap it up. Thank you for listening to the Rebel Alliance Briefing Room Podcast. Please visit our website where you can play current and past episodes. That's https colon backslash backslash rabrkyledrickinson.us That's r-a-b-r dot k-a-i-l-e-j-o-a-b
left hand side is a navigation menu. You can use this to learn how to load the Rebel Alliance Briefing Room podcast on your Android or Apple phone and tablet. And we have direct links to our podcast on Apple and Google Podcasts. Please participate by connecting to our social media, answering questions of the week, or submitting feedback directly from the site. Again, all of these are available at the Rebel Alliance Briefing Room website at R-A-B-R-K-A-I-L-E-J-O-H-A-N-S-E-N dot U-S. This podcast in no way is approved, sponsored, or owned by Lucasfilms LTD, Disney, Disney Plus, or any of its subsidiaries. All opinions are solely owned by Kyle and or Scott, and in no way express the views or opinions of their past or present employers. Views and opinions are not supported or restricted by Lucasfilms, LTD, Disney, Disney Plus, or any of its subsidiaries. Any rebroadcast, reproduction, or any or other use of this podcast and its affiliate sites without consent of Super Duper Podcast Network and its host is prohibited. I am Kyle Johnson, and this is Andrew Scott. Say goodbye now. Bye now. Goodbye. Goodbye now.